There is nothing wrong with your internet. Do not attempt to adjust your settings. We are controlling the podcast. We control the squealing and the screams. We can make your heart flutter, your eyes blur from tears, or sharpen your mind to crystal clarity. For the next hour, sit back. We are in control of what you hear. We repeat, there is nothing wrong with your settings. You are about to experience the awe and mystery known as the female mind. You are now entering the Fangirl Zone. Hello everyone and welcome to Sci-Fi Talk on the Fangirl Zone, a podcast where we discuss shows on the Sci-Fi channel. I'm Sean Fangirl S. And I'm Steve, and tonight we'll be discussing episode three of season three of Channel Zero, Butcher's Block. Okay, so can you say holy shit? <laughs> because, alright, now the other seasons were like, oh my god, this is weird. Oh, this is creepy. What the hell is that? This is a whole nother level. Yeah. And you remember what I said about the weird creepy head thing? It got even more, more effed up. Okay, I'm going to try not to drop the F-bombs that I want to drop in this episode. Yes. <laughs> because they were dropping them left and right. This was just, like, a whole nother level of just messed up, and I really liked it. And I feel like that says a lot about me, and I'm kind of scared what it says about me. <laughs> oh my god. Alright, so before we jump into it, why don't you hit us with the ratings news? Alright, episode 2 had a 0. 0.10 in adults 18 to 49 with 0.330 million viewers. What the hell is wrong with everybody? Holy crap, seriously guys. You need to tell them. 12th overall table show for the day. Get your friends watching this show. Come on. Holy cow. I don't know how you haven't told people because that was pretty much how I sold it. Do you want to see something really screwed up? (laughs) (laughs) You should watch this. Yeah. Yeah, because, yeah. All right, let's jump into episode three, All You Ghost Mice, which is a weird title, and I never quite understood it, but whatever. Well, it Eh, kind of. Yeah, it was just (laughs) weird. Alice has a terrifying encounter in an abandoned hospital. Luke, Louise, and Nathan play cat and mouse with a Robert Peach. Uh, I do want to say super awesome thank you to the woman who plays Louise because, and oh, I'm going to blank on her name. Oh, Krisha Fairchild, because she was tweeting with us back and forth. And like some of the stuff was just cracking me up because she was. She is a riot. She was, because I'm like, you know, obviously during the dinner table scene last episode, I'm like, what the hell is happening with Luis? And she goes, she's likely finding out what became of her brother, and she's having acid flashbacks on the side. Yeah. <laughs> so the fact that you kind of know she had to play around with her character, she's like, I gave myself a backstory. Yeah. And I, I loved it because, oh, God, this was messed up. There's a couple of things in this episode that I will say kind of ticked me off and it had to do with the hospital mostly right. the pharmacy area because yeah you guys know that's where i work yeah come on it's not going to be left with <laughs> all that stuff yet yeah, nothing nobody and nothing watching i don't think so no so that just kind of irritated me and why this hospital just seemed like it was a maze right because it's like first of all you go in it's like okay for real that's what horror movies are made of right there right there 
And finally, one more thing I want to talk about, and it does have to do with tweeting. Whoever is doing the official Channel Zero, like, tweets, right. which, first of all, how they end everything with neighbor, it's creepy. Yeah. They got weird shit going on, but they are so awesome at it. Yeah. Because it's like, if you're not tweeting and watching it, you're missing that additional creep factor. Right. So I just want to say kudos to whoever actually running it. I kind of want to talk to them. Although right. I feel like it would be almost creepy because they'd probably be like way into like the Channel Zero Butcher's Block persona. Yeah. And I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I can get down with that. I'd be a little freaked out. But uh, they were awesome. And I kind of want to work for them. So if you're listening, hey, I will happily help you out. But anyway, let's jump into this episode. Where I think last episode I was getting a little off track because I, I watched them back to back. Right. And you shouldn't do that with this show. <laughs> <laughs> no. Because it's so weird. And it's like, where does, where does one end and the other begin? Because we get to see the morning. They're in the park. They're at the table. Right. And then the hand. And the hand is Izzy's mom because she remembers when she was lighting up the cigarette and the pointy nails. Yes. And then she Yellow. gets up and hurls and... At least they didn't eat. Right. That's the only... And some of the stuff on the table at one point, I'm like, oh, look at fresh mozzarella, tomato, there's prosciutto. That looks really good. And then now you see this and I'm like, oh, (laughs) I'm so glad they didn't eat. But I mean, weird things happened anyway. Right. And I love it. Luis is trying to be like, oh, it's okay. (laughs) He'll touch it. I don't know how Luis didn't lose it. Yeah. Well, I think part of that is probably her taxidermy. So she's probably seen a lot of blood and guts and stuff so that probably doesn't bother her as much that makes sense that makes a lot of sense right but being a human is a whole nother level so kudos to uh, louise for being able to handle it and then of course you know the call from student loans which i did mention (laughs) and i okay because yeah i have student loan debt myself I get calls for student loans in the last episode when she was like, she's dead. I'm like, that's how you how I feel when they call. And of course, the official Twitter is like, be careful what you wish for a neighbor. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> Thanks for freaking me out. Next time no. student loans call. Yeah. I feel like Alice is dead and hang up. They won't have a clue what the hell I'm talking about. But, you know, whatever. And I don't even know how she picked up the phone after she was just like puking her guts out. Right. You're and why? Why answer it? Maybe she was thinking it was going to be Zoe, but hello, you have a smartphone. You have caller ID, lady. Right. You know and it wasn't your sister. You would think so. <laughs> but then they really get, things really get weird because they turn around and the table is gone. Now you've seen the table behind them as they were kind of talking, but right. as soon as they turn back around, just poof, it's gone. Yeah. And I love it because Luis is like, we, we've both seen that, right? Yeah. <laughs> we got to corroborate our stories here because we have no vis- no physical proof right. actually happened. And then, yeah, Luis is like, we've seen that and we lost time. Okay, could it be aliens? <gasps> Where is the ancient alien guy to be out here? I just want to see him walk out and be like, obviously aliens, and walk away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Alice is like remembering everything that happened in the, I don't know, in her, the inception type dream that was happening. With her head being like, you know, popped open there, like a little right. beer can. And she's like, we gotta leave. We gotta get out of here. We gotta leave town now. Wow. You're like, I gotta go. I'm leaving my sister. <laughs> That's yeah. pretty messed up. You're not thinking 
about anything, but I got to beat feet. Yeah. And it's funny because Luis, which this, and I think I said this to you before, I thought this was kind of weird because I felt like Luis almost is part of the peaches because she wasn't freaked out. And then now she's like, you're important to him. You're important. We can use that. It's like, why? Why are you so dead set on getting to talk to them and know them and know what's going on? You just seen dead bodies cooked up and crazy ass family that should be long dead. Right. You know, I could it be that she's really wanting to try to take them down to save more people from meeting that fate? You think that's what it is? I really kind of do. So that other people don't end up like her, like searching for her brother? Right. Okay. I can see that. Well, then Alice hears something. Still, yeah, the way she presented it, it was... It was weird. Yeah, it it was weird. I guess self-serving, but I don't know. Just Right. And Alice hears something. They look around. She's like, we gotta go. And Luis is like, okay, but you wanted to do some good. And again, it's that weird undertone with what she's saying right and as they're walking out oh look at look over in the swing set yeah we got the creepy kid gnome thingy smart mouth or whoever yeah and now that we've kind of gone through a couple of episodes they aren't really gnome no they're just creepier every time though right and i think it's a mask yes i believe that's the mask because we've seen well, I'm assu- the kid underneath. Which right, we've seen one, yeah. The mini sloth. Mart mouth. <laughs> and I don't know if it's supposed to just be a deformity or if it's something weird that they, that happens to people who come up the stairs. Right. I don't know. It, it's freaking me out. Now, back at the house, we see Zoe chilling in a tub, her cigarette and long-ass nails, which, as a woman, I'm going to say, I was really impressed you can do anything with those long-ass nails. Right. Because I am not a girly girl. Like, I couldn't get my contacts in and out with those kind of nails. No. So those were, like, hella long. But it's weird because the next scene that we see her, she doesn't have them. Yeah. Where did they go? Is it like they popped up because when she opened her eyes, because she'd gone under the water, came back up. Oh, look at Joseph Peach is there. Okay, creep. Yeah. (laughs) Listen, Rutger, I like you, but you look really good for an older man. Sorry. I know. Poor Steve. You have to listen to me talk about it. But Rutger Hauer, I think he looks better. It's kind of like Anthony Hopkins. They get better with age. They age gracefully. Yes. But you're still creeper if you're showing up sitting on the edge of the bathtub. Yeah. And all of a sudden she's like, what the hell? I would have been that way too. Which now it's like, I will never take a bath. Thank you. I will only take showers because I don't want creepy old man to just suddenly be there. And I love, I love how she's like, uh... Get out! What are you doing here? And he's like, I am in charge of you now. I'm your caregiver. And you're weak because you're changing, but you should embrace it. Again, all weird, creepy things to be sitting there talking to me about sitting on the tub while I'm naked. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, oh, eat something. You'll be fine. What? And, I mean, we already see her imagining that she ate the little sphinx cat, which was not something that was cool. No. So then we see Zoe kind of like bite her wrist and drag those crazy long nails on her back. Right. And I sit there because next thing you know, now did he, I don't know if I missed it because I was just so like weirded out by the moment. Did he get up and leave or just kind of get up and disappear? (laughs) Well, 
Yeah, he got up and turned to walk away. Now, did he actually walk out the door? Probably not. But she doesn't even mention that. Like, that doesn't even hit her radar. No. Oh, my God. He doesn't seem there anymore, but she's feeling some hunger pain, shall we call them. Yeah, and we hear her stomach growl, which, again, kudos to sound. Did you just have to get, like, super, super hungry, or did you, like, make everybody not eat for a while and start recording stomach sounds? Because <laughs> pretty much what it sounds like, right? So we're- Yeah, they probably waited until, you know, one of them real late night, early mornings when food service hasn't been around. And, and then recorded everybody. <laughs> pulled the crew in and <laughs> recorded this thing. <laughs> hey, guys, we need a recording session, so make sure you're hungry. It's like, what? That would be a weird casting call, but hey, we are, whatever. Whatever works. Can you see that on your resume? Oh, yes, I have, well, sound work. Is that voiceover work? Not exactly. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyway, moving on. We're back at the park, and Luis and Alice are still making their way through the very large park, because who knows where the hell they are. Apparently, getting out quick was not the the idea. I would have probably been running, but, you know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Then all of a sudden, hey, we see Luke coming on a different path. He's like, what are you doing here? What are you doing here? Public park. Yeah, I'm looking into things. Huh. It's like, okay, I guess that's probably the only thing that people in this situation can really say to each other. Because they both dealt with really weird shit and nobody wants to admit what they dealt with. Yeah, (laughs) very true. And of course, Alice gets belligerent about it. Well, I mean, can you blame her? No, because... He didn't believe her yesterday, so what's changed? Right. Or the day or two before with Izzy. Yeah. Yeah, but suddenly, oh, now he's looking into things. And he's like, stay out of the park. Yeah, thanks for the advice, Captain Obvious. (laughs) And that's when Louise hands him her business card, which she is way more prepared than I am in situations. Like, half the time I don't have my cards on me. Right. I'm like, damn it. (laughs) Again. (laughs) Luke takes the card and looks at it, and he's like, "Uh uh-huh. And it's like they had that connected moment. Right, yes. I think as soon as Louise saw him in the park, she had a feeling that he had seen something. Yeah. And that's why she kind of approached him and stuck her card out. Is, yeah, you wouldn't be in the park if you didn't see something, so. Yeah, because at this point, nobody knows what happened in the precinct, because that just happened. Right. Oh, okay, so that, oh, wow, wait till that comes out. Oh, daddy Cops not going to let that out. Uh, I don't know. Something might happen. <laughs> yeah. And then we see back at the house, Louise and Alice are pulling up, and, and you see Nathan, like, trying to tap on the window and knock and being nosy and looking. I was half expecting our crazy, like, glove lady yeah, to pop up, Diane. which we have not seen her, and I'm almost worried about her, which is strange. Right. But maybe <laughs> she's like, I need to hide. That guy is crazy, and he just shocked the hell out of me with a cattle prod. So Alice gets out of the car, like, looks at him and just walks inside. And he's like, Alice, uh, I was worried. You got to come to work. And then just Louise is like, can I help you? Because, again, she's gone from I'm just your landlady to, hey, I'm your buddy at this point. Right. And apparently she invites him in because we see him inside. But (laughs) Alice is upstairs looking for Zoe. Zoe's all kind of bunkered down in her bed. Blankets up to her head. Over her head. And, She's completely yes. underneath it. You, you can't even tell that it is Zoe, but there's something in the bed, so you've got to figure, hopefully it is. Yeah, I was a little worried. I was. I was like, I was oh, God. Too. 
And when she like pulls the coverage wheel down really quickly down, like I don't know what it was she said because she said it so fast. But it was something about, um, do you remember when mom or she says, you remember mom used to read us Alice in Wonderland? I love that. So I'm assuming it was like a line from Alice in Wonderland. But more than likely. Because she rattled it off so fast. I tried listening to it. Like, I stopped and, like, went back. I could not get it. Right. She just said it so fast. And Zoe's just like, oh, it's weird. You didn't like it because you're Alice. Yeah. And she's like, huh? Come back to Earth, Zoe. So much for being cured. And Alice is like, um, Zoe? And, of course, Zoe goes on with the, you didn't want to fall down the rabbit hole. And I kind of feel like that took Alice back a minute because everything that happened last night, yeah, she definitely fell down the rabbit hole. Yeah. So she, you know, a little freaked out, which you cannot blame her because you had that weird thing in her head that, like, creeped me the hell out. Yeah. It got worse this episode. (laughs) Yes, it did. And then we get such an awesome scene from Louise and Nathan. Because Louise is just crying, and she definitely picks up on it that Nathan's got the hots for Alice, and he does everything he can to, oh, it's just the job, and and I'm just concerned, and she's so smart and driven, and... (laughs) Haven't you only known her, like, two days? Yeah. No, three, maybe, yeah, okay, maybe the interview even, okay, say four. Less than a week. It's like, all right, really? Yeah, and then, But you knew he had something going on because when she goes, yeah, we're living at an Airbnb, he goes, we? We? Yeah. Yeah. A little freaked out, but it's like, all right, is this town just so weird? You're like, okay, this woman is kind of normal. I'm going to cling to her with everything I have. Right. I kind of think that was Nathan's whole thing was he's been having to deal with a lot of bad things and to have someone else there to have to go through it as well. I think he just kind of latched on probably a little too tight. Yeah, super fast, but especially when he's like, what was it? Oh, I thought she was fragile at first. And the look Louise gave, like, what? Yeah. (laughs) Dude, that is not a professional kind of thing. You're not just, like, cool at work. What's going on? Yeah. And then he's kind of, like, dreamy. Oh, it's part of her charm. She sneaks up on you. And I loved it because Luis is, like, looking at him. Like, Are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> and she kind of smiles, and he's like, what? And then drinks water. What's with the taxidermy? And we drink water so you don't think about me and ask me more questions. <laughs> Luis is there <laughs> chugging a beer, which I thought was even funnier. Cause, I mean, we, right. It's, First thing in the morning, she's having a beer. <laughs> well, I mean, they were out all night. I think I have to pull out some heavy stuff after what you've seen. (laughs) Yeah. But she does finally explain taxidermy, kind of. Yeah. Good silent companions. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, oh, okay, where do you go from there? We'll find out. Yeah. Well, (laughs) we go back upstairs to Alice and Zoe, and Zoe does seem to be in kind of like this manic state, talking fast, doing all this weird stuff, and that's when Alice notices, oh, look, there's some of your drug left on the table or the nightstand whatever and she's like how much did you take like super serious which i can i can get behind this i understand and so he's like i am absurdly fine alice not believing her at this point and so he's like i just want to rest and she happens to touch her leg she's like get up and zoe kind of squeals in pain we're like what the hell is happening and 
you know, she pulls the covers down and you see blood on the sheet. And so he's like, right. just go away. And then you see that it was from Zoe's leg. It's like, what the hell? And Zoe immediately is like, it's not as bad as you think. Right. And I'm thinking, oh my God, is she cutting herself or something? What's going on? Yeah. And do we get the flashback here or not yet? No, okay. it's a little lighter. Okay. It's like, <laughs> yeah, because it was messed up. And that's why it's just in my head. Yeah. Yeah. Now we go to a, a real dump, apparently. From the outside shot, can't tell that it was ever a restaurant of any shape, form, or fashion. Yeah, it looks like it was a bar. Maybe. And, of course, it's got the face painted on it, like, underneath the bridge. That is so weird. It's very, like, Mouth of Madness kind of look. Almost like yes. crazy Joker look. Yeah. With, like, some of them. But it almost seems to be devolving from something human. Like, the one under the bridge, you can tell, was a face. Right. And this one is almost turning into not not a face, like it's not there. Almost like how he like, shifted when we seen... Right, yes. So it's getting weirder. Yeah. And of course, they cut inside, and all we see are plates and people with... Meat! Yeah, with a lot of meat. And I'm like, ew. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what you're eating? Do you know how freaked out? I'm making a roast right now. Now I'm like, I may not eat that. Now that I'm thinking too hard. And of course, then we get a very calm woman saying, breathe in and out. Relax. It's okay if your mind wanders. <laughs> you go, what the hell? Yeah, because you just see eyes then. And they kind of close. Right. And then when it pans out, Getting that it's okay to accept the things you cannot change. And then you see it's the chief of police. And it's Luke's father listening to this. It's like, okay, is this how you deal with letting this crazy man eat somebody in your jail? And then letting him go? I think so. I think this is how he's had to deal with this after he made the deal with the peaches. It's messed up. Because I have a feeling he made a deal with them. That he would not go after them. So they wouldn't go after him. Yeah, I don't know, because Luke surprises his dad, and he's like, why do you come to this shithole? And he's like, it's the eggs. <laughs> now, I mean, come on, everybody's gone, and they created a whole show around it, diners, drive-ins, and dives. Some little dive place that you would not go into, like, to save your life. And then right. you find out they have a certain kind of food, you go in, and you're like, this is the best ever. And, I mean, I can get behind that because, I mean, there's people playing pool and, yeah, eating all the weird meat, which now I'm afraid what they're eating. But yeah, I guess I can get behind it, but it's eggs. Like, yeah. I'm feeling like you can get really good eggs a lot of places. Yeah, exactly. Maybe it's just me. But anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. So Luke starts to um, basically question his father. First, he asked if he had seen anything like that that happened yesterday, and Dad nonchalantly says, not specifically, and shit happens. Really? That's what yeah, you're what? saying with that? Oh, have I ever what? seen somebody eat the lungs out of a live person? No, but shit happens. No! No, shit like that does not happen! Right. This isn't some weird Hannibal Lecter bullshit, okay? This is a whole other damn level. Yeah. Oh, God. And just to be like, eh, no big deal. What? Excuse me? Yeah. So, of course, Luke asks him about the uh, prisoner transfer. 
Does he have the intake on it? He says, of course he does. Well, can I see it? Yeah, go see Lucille. I'm like, okay, so this obviously is a thing that right. a whole well, bunch of people... What yeah, what happened to Robert, and he's trying to put his father in a corner to where he will talk to him, I think. That's what I was thinking, but I thought it was weird, you know, his dad's just like, yeah, it's at the precinct, go check it out. Dude, seriously? Yeah, but then he goes, well, I need to make a statement, and his dad goes, no, it's no big deal, you don't need to. Right, especially when he's like, you're a little discombobulated. Now, first of all, really, you're using that word, but second, what? Yeah, because a guy ate another guy. That's going to discombobulate anybody. (laughs) This is not normal stuff. You do not learn this at the academy. No, no, you don't get prepared for this as in your training to be a cop, that's for sure. No. How do I know this? I asked my husband. <laughs> he was he was a police officer for a while, and I'm like, hey, just wondering, yeah. what would they say at the police academy about this? And he looked at me, and he's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they don't cover this sort of thing. Just in case you wondered, that's what yeah. they don't. <laughs> oh, anyway... And- his dad expertly avoids the subject by bringing up an old story about a big red-headed kid that was always picking on him. Which I had no idea what the hell that segue was about. Right. Especially because at what he says, you know, do you remember you used to read the paper? You like this sports section and then suddenly it didn't show up. And so you decided to go after the kid because you thought he th- he took it. You clocked him and then puked on his shoes. Now, first of all, if you're going after a bully, probably not the order in which to do things. No. (laughs) You clocked him and then run. And then puke on (laughs) your own shoes later, but whatever. (laughs) And this is what I didn't understand, because he tells Luke, what did I tell you about that? He's like, I forgot to renew the subscription. What does that have to, like, did the kid suddenly disappear or something? I don't understand what this had to do with what was going on. Like, did his dad just, hey, squirrel, you know, it's like, that would happen? Well, yeah, it's, I think it was his way of telling Luke, I don't have to tell you everything. Oh, okay. Because, yeah, it wasn't until Luke clocked the kid that his dad actually said, oh, crap, I forgot to tell Luke that I forgot to renew the subscription. See, I didn't catch that. I'm just like, I felt like it was totally random. Right. No, I I think it was his father's backhanded way of telling his son, I'm your dad. I don't have to tell you everything. Okay. That actually makes sense that way. Yeah. (laughs) Because I'm just like, this doesn't make any sense. I didn't understand. And then he's like, you want some eggs? No. Oh, get him some eggs. What? It's like, I kind of felt like he's like, and you're paying for mine. Bye. And walked out. (laughs) <laughs> I felt like that got, went without saying. Right. And then suddenly Luke's like, all right, that's it. I'm calling this woman because he grabs Luis's card out of his pocket. Right. I'm like, all right, then things are going to converge and converge. They do. Yes. As we end up in a hospital and we see a nurse inserting an IV into Zoe's hand and ask her if she's hungry. Why is everybody like, hey, you want some food? (laughs) They're just creeping me out. Driving poor Zoe crazy and might not be a real good idea to ask 
her if she's hungry. Right. You might be dessert. Oh. Or the main course. You never know. Is Robert around? But Right. You know, Nathan's there because it was Zoe, Alice, Nathan, and Louise all together. Right. And Nathan's like, where is everybody? And he's like, oh, we're closing because funding got cut. So we're right. almost like the only ones here. Why are they on the fourth floor then? Yes. <laughs> okay, yeah, that was one thing. I'm like, okay, come on. If you're closing, you're closing, like, levels off. You're keeping everyone in certain areas. Yes. It just seemed weird. Yeah. And, yeah, that was the only employee that we saw. Right. Really? What the hell? Oh. (laughs) Even if you're closing down and you're on, like, skeleton staff, that just seems odd. Yeah. Very odd. Mm -hmm. And then suddenly Luis's phone goes off and... She grabs Nathan, and they start leaving the room and walking walking away. So you don't see, like, the whole conversation, but Nathan's like, why did you meet him in the park? Why were you in the park? Yeah. So obviously they had some conversation as they were walking down the hall, but then Nathan notices the lights kind of flicker, and it this old-looking speaker. Yes, very old. And it's kind of, like, moving and weird, but was it just kind of, like, hushed breathing or heartbeat? I couldn't quite tell. Yeah, it... I don't think it was really a heartbeat. I, I do think there was probably something in there moving around. But I'm not sure what it was. Weirdness. Yeah, weird, very weirdness. And who knows? It might have been one of the dressed up gnomes playing inside the speaker because of what happens in just this second. Oh my gosh, yes. Cause we have Robert Peach back. He starts walking in and dancing. And then we see Joseph Peach and Smartmouth playing the piano. And, right, so apparently this music that Robert is hearing is coming in through the speaker. Yeah, and it's like, he's really kind of getting down and dancing around. It's like, what is going on? <laughs> and I want to talk about the the actor who plays Robert Peach for a minute, Andres Appergeis, which I might be saying it wrong, I'm sorry. I couldn't figure out who he was, and... I had to go back and look look at his IMDb, and he's been in, like, a ton of stuff. He's done voice acting, a lot of TV. But he is an actor who's been on several of our sci-fi shows. He has been recently on Winona Earp as Hypnos. Nice. He's been in 12 Monkeys for uh, multiple episodes. He was also on Being Human. So I love the fact, and we've talked about it several times, when sci-fi, and I don't think they're doing it necessarily on purpose either because they have, so many shows going on. But when the actors all kind of cross over to these other shows. Yes, that like, is awesome. Booking in, I'm like, who is that? I know that face. What? But I also from X-Men, uh, Days of Future yeah. Past, he played uh, Colonel Sanders at one point, which is just funny saying that. But yeah. <laughs> he's been in something like 120 different TVs, movies, and video game voices. But right. he plays this weird, creepy guy just so well. Oh, absolutely, he does. And it's, I think it's, and I know this sounds weird, but I think it's something because he has, like, really light eyes, and the way just he kind of maneuvers his face around, just, like, little movements, and his eyes just kind of stay, like, look super serious. It's just, like, this weird creepy factor. Yeah. And, yeah, so, you know, <sighs> thank you, Andres, for being really weird and creepy as you're dan- <laughs> especially as you're doing these, like, kind of crazy goofy dance moves right well they're it's almost like they were from the 30s and 40s which 
would have fit just fine. Yeah. Because of his time frame. So it's like, all right, this is like so out there. Yeah. So you have him, I guess, dancing around the halls of the hospital. Right, because nobody's there. Nobody's just easy. Which is weird. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> and Luis and Nathan, who make it down to the cafeteria, how are all of these places open and not locked <laughs> off? And they go down there to meet Luke, and Luke's like, hey, and he's drawing in sugar. Right. Nice. You know. A little circle. Yeah, nice. Piss somebody off, why don't you? But whatever. And Luis is just like, what's up? What's going on? And I love how she's nonchalant, and Luke's like, yeah, my dad does seem to be connected with what you guys saw in the park yesterday. The staircases. There's some weird shit. He knows what's up. Yeah. Yeah, she doesn't judge him. No. But she's just like, hmm, told you so. And he really doesn't even tell them exactly what he saw. He just says that his father's men set a murderer free at the park last night. And he saw that guy meet another man and they went up the staircase and disappeared through a door. Yeah. And when Louise pipes up, oh, yeah, that's the Peaches. And they're really interested in Alice and her sister. And Luke's like, what? Why? And are they here? Yeah, the girls are here. And I love it because Nathan, poor Nathan, like, you feel sorry for him at this point, right? Right. Because he's just like, uh, you mean like Peaches meat? Yeah, I heard stories about all that. They found human sacrifices in their basement. And the stories about the butcher, they'll get you based on that guy. And. I love it because they kind of look at him, and he just, like, what? Yeah. (laughs) You guys haven't heard the stories? (laughs) No, Nathan. They're real. Poor Nathan. He's out of the loop. I feel bad for him. And when suddenly, you know, Luke's like, okay, wait, Alice is here, right? And her sister. Luis is like, yeah, they're upstairs. They get up to go, and all of a sudden, here comes Robert popping into the doorway, like, ha-ha, here I am. (laughs) Yeah, he just kind of slid in. And then does a little oh, yeah, little jitterbug out of the door, and they're like, what the hell? And I love it. Nathan's like, do you know that guy? Are you kidding? <laughs> that's what you ask with this weirdo that just did that? Do you know him? Yeah, that's my buddy. He's drunk off his ass. What do you think? Did you see how he's dressed? Do you see how I reached for my gun? These are not things that are good. No. Oh, good God. Seriously, Nathan. Seriously. But then they, they go to follow. And you just, was it just me? Or did you feel like, Nathan, if you can't keep up, some shit's going to happen. Yeah. So you need to catch up fast. Yeah. Hi, ay, ay. Yeah. He, he, he needed to get on the same page like ASAP. Right. And he was just really lagging. Yeah. So when we go back upstairs to the room with Alice and Zoe, Zoe sees Alice move, but she asks her if she's all right. And she's like, what did you do to your leg? And okay. Well, Zoe's like, you know, things are wrong, my brain's misfiring, I'm a train wreck, I think about what's happening, and Alice is like, what did you do to your leg? She's like, I cut it shaving. It's like, really? Yeah. (laughs) Really? I don't think that's what happened. Yeah. Because we get the flashback to Zoe in the tub. Which was the weirdest freaking thing. I'm trying not, I'm trying not to say it. And all of a sudden, (laughs) she's got that little knife. Which, okay, was this the knife that her mom cut her with? I don't believe it was, but it sure, it was about that size. Okay. I don't think the handle was silver like this one was. I think the handle was a regular brown handle. Oh, okay. 
It'd be too creepy if it actually was the night. I don't know anymore. Seriously. Yeah. <laughs> and then the flashback, yeah, all of a sudden she, like, is, like, sawing at her leg, kind of yelling, and then you see, like, the blood in the water. Yeah. And then something in her hand, which is apparently a piece of herself, and she ate it. Yeah. What the hell? It's almost like when she pulls it out of the water, she knows that that's just gross. Yeah. But then and it's like, it, like something just clicks. forces her to do it. Yeah. And then she like Until stops. Until she gets it in her mouth and then it it's a whole different sensation. Yeah. It was still so messed up. Yeah. And as this is happening, Zoe's looking at Alice and Alice is like, he did something to me. He went inside my head. I think he woke something up. And as Zoe touches her face, you know, because she's understanding because obviously she's already gone through this on a different level. Right. You had that creepy ass thing in the background <laughs> that kind of pops up, and it's like that weird face thing that we seen kind of pop out of her head, making the weird little noises. Right. Father time. And then it's like, and it was weird because it's all contorted. So whoever did that, holy shit, that's awesome. Oh my god. Yes. And then kind of like goes back down because Alice tur- turns around, almost like right. she can hear it. Yeah, I think she sensed it, and that's what made her turn. And I know this is not supposed to be an actual physical thing there, but having them portray it like that, good God. Yes, this was so awesome. It was so messed up. (laughs) That's the word of the day, folks, messed up. But Alice gets frustrated, and she gets up, and she's like, Zoe, do you want anything to eat? And she's like, I'm not hungry. And as she goes to leave the room, we see, like, somebody across from them in in the room. And I'm thinking it was the bandage woman. What was her name, Diane, you said? Yeah, Diane. I was thinking it was her. So did I. And I was like, oh, I God. I thought it was Diane, too. Because she kind of comes around the curtain, and the hair is all kind of like that straw-looking blonde hair. And I was like, oh, God, don't let her anywhere near your sister. Right. <laughs> Who knows what might happen? But then the woman is crying, and she's kind of walking out, and it's Alice's mother. Yes. Stabbing herself repeatedly in the stomach with the small knife. That's why I didn't know if that knife was actually the one she used or if Alice is just seeing, like, Zoe's little knife. Right. I think they're different ones. Okay. And it's like, okay, what is this supposed to mean? Like, I feel like there's a really deep psychological meeting here, <laughs> but it was so messed up. Right. Yeah. I I really think that if you're trying to dig some meaning out of it, it was... Alice's mind trying to show her that her mother is punishing herself for what she did. Oh, okay. Yeah. And got almost to the point you see blood on the floor and everything, and then she's gone. It was, wow. Yeah. And now. The cat and mouse game is on. How big and how far away were they in this hospital? Again, that was my pet peeve with this. That's the only thing. But, of course, it made it exactly what it needed to be. Right. But still, it ticked me off. But anyway, go ahead. Yes. <laughs> so you got Luke, Louise, and Nathan. They turn down a hall looking for Robert. Of course, Nathan wants to know who that guy is. And Luke says, it's a long story. Yeah. <laughs> Shit, I don't think anybody wants to tell him because they don't want him to look at them like they're crazy. Right. And, of course... Robert shows up in the hallway behind them. Oh, yeah. And has to let out a mouse. 
I'm like, what is with him and this word? Everything to them is below them in the food chain. Mm -hmm. So it's almost like hunters when they're out hunting game. Okay. They kind of want to make, they don't want to just kill you and get it over with. There's got to be some enjoyment to it. So for Robert, it's playing a game. I gotcha. And he plays it so damn well. Oh, he's so creepy. Yes, he is. Especially with this weird thing that happened in the hallway. Yeah. Because I wasn't sure what was going to happen. Which sounds really weird, but have you watched the show? Right. Of course, Luke immediately pulls his gun and, of course, tells him not to move. And so what does Robert do? He pulls his hands together like he's holding a gun and raises them up towards Luke. But then start shaking them. Right. And I seriously, I'm like, okay, is he going to just say bang and suddenly his fingers are going to like shoot him? <laughs> I, I really thought that was going to happen because this is so weird. Yes. But it was a super duper mind game. Yeah. <laughs> because Luke was steady until he started seeing Robert's handshakes. And then he started shaking. Just a little, but yeah. And then when Robert yells bang, like, Luke kind of flinches because apparently with all the weird stuff going on, Luke was right there on the same page as me. Yeah. It was just enough to get into his head and allow him to escape. It doesn't take much <laughs> because this guy has got the weirdness happening. Oh, yeah. We cut back up to Zoe and we see her grabbing her legs as... Her stomach gurgles. So I'm assuming it the pain's getting worse. The hunger pains. Yeah, the hunger pains. Yes, absolutely. And then the power goes out and she jumps up and she yells for Alice or the nurse and there ain't nobody around. No. Yeah. Again, what happened to that nurse? Or orderly or whatnot? Right. There is no telling. He probably said, well... It's five o'clock for me. I'm out of here. It's like, did it? E did that person even exist? That's what I'm starting to think. Seriously. Yeah, it's very possible he didn't exist. But of course, Nathan was saw him. At this point, who knows? Yeah, it, yeah, true. Like the peaches yeah, are true. screwing with all of them. Yeah. And this, like I said, you can't keep up. All behind, left behind, apparently, because right. Hello, Louise is much older than you, Nathan, and she's keeping up with Luke just fine. Yeah. And Luke's like, stay close. And right then, you knew, oh, man, some shit's going to happen. Yep. Because Luke and Louise get through the sliding door, and then Nathan can't get through. He's like, eh, it won't open. You know, they, they kind of stop. They're like, hey, guys, let me help me out here. So they go back to the door, and they're trying to open it. And, oh, who pops up from a room behind Nathan? Of course. It's <sighs> Peach. And Luke's got his gun out. Well... Okay, you don't know if those are, like, bulletproof glass or whatever kind of door that is. Right. But what was so awesome was as Robert approached, as soon as he passed the light, that light went off. Yes. So That was awesome. That was just great, like, setting that scene. Yes. Right there, Luis is like, no, no, no. Because he, Nathan's like, what? And turns around, it's like, dude! Did you not understand, like, weird, crazy, and urgent, like, all happening at once, and you're just like, what? What's up? Yeah. Breathing heavy when you're probably the youngest one Yeah. There. And 
Robert grabs Nathan and then pulls out a knife and Luke's like freaking out and Luis is like, go around, go around. Okay, first of all, Luis, what are you doing? You're going to stand there and just watch? I mean... Yeah, it, you aren't going to be able to do anything. If you weren't there, would Robert still do what he was going to do? Or did he need this audience? Oh, he definitely was doing it for the audience. Because, man, he just like slit that throat and the blood goes up on the door. And Luis, she didn't scream to her credit, but she she right. freaked out. Oh, yeah. Because she immediately started heading towards where the way Luke went. Of course, Luke busts in through another door. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's too late because Robert just lets Nathan go and he just drops to the floor. And Robert laughing, like, well, giggling this whole time? Yes. It's like, you sick piece of shit. I was just like, oh my god, this is happening. What the hell? Right. Yeah, Robert is just playing with Luke something fierce. Yes, and Robert just lays down and putting his hand behind his back, giggling, while Luke is trying yeah. to cuff him. And damn, it was messed up. Yes, very. Oh, man. And with all of this, it's like, I don't know how to wrap my head around it. And, and you've got to put yourself, basically Luke, I think, is supposed to be the audience at this point. I can't believe this guy did this. Right. What the hell? So then we end up cutting to Alice, who finds what looks like a semi-pharmacy. Right. And she's, like, going through bottles and cabinets. See, this is where I was irritated, but whatever. And then she grabs a bottle, opens it, and all the red pills fall to the floor. So apparently red is very symbolic in this show. Yeah. <laughs> and then they cut away from her. It's like, what? What? What pills was she looking for? Yeah. Was it something for her sister, or was it something for herself? An antipsychotic? What, what is going on? I mean, we don't know. Yeah, don't know. No clue. But while that's going on, we end up back with our little cat and mouse game, because Luis finally comes around the corner, and she checks on Nathan, who is laying there, just eyes wide open, blood spurting out of his throat. Yeah. And as she tries to check, like, oh, it's gross, because the blood's kind of pooling, and she looked horrified. Now, right. I half expected, like, somehow a weird little mouse drawing to pop up again. Yeah. <laughs> but you look so over nice. and you see Robert, who's, like, trying to slurp the blood <laughs> off the ground. And I'm like, what the hell? Like, this guy took crazy to a whole nother level. Absolutely did. And I love it. Luke's like, let's take him to my place. And Luke's like, why? She's like, to question him. Yeah. And you go, that's not a... That bad of an idea. Thank you. I thought the same thing. Since you already know your daddy ain't doing a whole lot. That's right. Your dad's just going to let him go. So you might as well take him to our place and strap him to a chair and see if you can get some kind of information out of Anything. him. Anything. Yeah. Yeah. Back up to Zoe and she pulls the ivy out of her hand and sees that it starts to bleed again, and says, Mmm, God, that tastes so good. Uh, what? Are you a vampire now? And she looks up, and guess who's standing in the doorway? A very pregnant woman. Who's, Edie! Who's all like, Hey! And Zoe's <laughs> like, Who are you? Yeah. Which is funny, because, well, we'll get back to her in a second. But yeah. Alice is back at the pharmacy, just on the floor, kind of playing with the pills. Doesn't seem to be taking any. Well, but we don't or know. Did she? Yeah, that's why. Yeah. Like, we don't know what the hell it is she took. 
And I mean, based on the color, that looks like an antibiotic to me, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Just giving my semi-professional know. opinion. It, right. Cephalexin isn't going to do much for you if you're crazy. <laughs> but anyway, but we have a flashback where she's talking to a woman about Zoe's break. Right. And, you know, basically Alice knows all of the information because the lady's trying to talk to her and she's Alice is just kind of reciting it back. Now, at this point, I didn't know if it was because Alice has read everything and pretty much memorized it because this happened to her mom, then it happened to her sister, or if it's because of the job she's trying to get into. But I think it's a combination of both. But even the lady's like, you know, we recommend you not taking so much in-depth look at the literature. It's like, wow, that, that doesn't sound right. <laughs> no. <laughs> but then all of a sudden, Alice is like 9%. 9% the chances of Zoe having the same problem as my mom. 13% of my mom having it. So what do I do? What's that mean for me? Do I have to add it up? Does that mean it's higher for me? What's going on? And it's like, okay, I can totally understand the stress level she has at this point. Right. And she kind of freaks out and she stands up because she hears something and there's the creepy ass thing that was her head that we're calling Father Time. But oh my God, it's like nightmarish and it's like all contorted, like the way it's standing. And it was freaking amazing. Yes, it was. If I don't see something like this at a haunted house this year, seriously, somebody just felt lost, lost all respect. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But as she gets up, it's that weird face and like the cracked cheeks and it's talking to her. Right. Like Alice, kind of taunting her. And so she runs down the hall and the thing's running down and it's like doing that exorcist walk, like backwards bend walk. Yes. And as Alice is running down the stairs, the thing is going down the stairs too, which again was so weird and awesome. (laughs) And it's catching up to her. Yes, it is. It's faster than she is. Which I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, what's going to (laughs) happen? Like, seriously, I'm sitting there going, okay, what, what is it? What, well, we know what, but you know, it's like, what's happening? What's happening? And then they cut away. It's like, ah, yeah. How could you do this yeah. to me? And we go back to Zoe, though. So we fight. Yeah. EDP choose introducing herself. Hi, I'm Robert's wife. And she's like, oh, let's open up this curtain. She's talking about how big she is. And I love it because this is what was cracking me up. Zoe's like, why are you dressed like it's the fifties? So yeah. at least somebody is like, saying this and right. Edie's just like that's the last time we went shopping it's like huh <laughs> she don't get out i much. guess and is she pregnant is it a person or what because i was I like i got a little theory on that uh-oh okay i really think that smart mouth mm-hmm. and the others that we have not seen their faces yet because they have the known face are what they have tried to have as children. Oh. But because they are not completely human anymore, that's what they get. Oh, okay. I can see that. Yeah. But then again, Robert's batshit crazy, so... <laughs> Who knows what the hell. That could have something to do with yeah. it, Yeah. <laughs> and Edie's all calm, and she's like, mm, good home cooking, and Mama's cooking, and she takes a bite, I don't know what it was. It did actually look good, but I'm like, I don't think you should eat anything that she made. No. <laughs> but, you know, as Zoe's looking at it, she's like, what is it? And Edie, I don't know if it's, like, blissfully stupid, because she's like, you know what it is. Don't go with it. Don't think about it, basically. Just, if you're hungry, eat. There's a place at your table and a room in our home. So it's like, 
we probably shouldn't talk about what it is. You'll no. feel better. <laughs> and so he's like, is that where the stairs lead? She's like, uh-huh. Just with that smile. And I love it because Zoe's like, yeah, you're real special. They should. And she's doing the little accent. She's like, they should make a TV show out of you. Keeping up with the peaches. And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> right. Yet you made that commercial. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, you know what TV is, obviously, but. Yeah. She doesn't know what reality TV is. No, probably not. I hope not. God, even in an alternate realm, I hope you don't have reality TV. Cause... Yeah. <laughs> and then Edie kind of with that horribly, like, saccharine smile. Sickly sweet. Yes. Siva um, always struggled, haven't you? You never had a real family. And then you get the flashback to Zoe's mom. Right. Right before she stabbed her. Yeah. She's like, aren't you tired of feeling every day is a battle that you just can't win? Okay, thank you. Because now you're getting super creepy. It's like, are you... Just like uh, Joseph. Yep. Our family's wonderful and we will love you if you let us. Okay, stop, stop. <laughs> and she pushes the plate towards her and just smiling. And I mean, Zoe's looking at her like, I need to fight. I need to fight for my sister. I need to fight for myself. Right. But poor Alice is fighting a whole different weird shit. Yeah. <laughs> Somehow Alice managed to at least separate herself from the last time we saw her and it behind her. Because she actually is able to run down the hall that Zoe's room is on and duck into her room without being in hot pursuit by... The thing in black. Right. And, but one oh thing. Oh, my God. Zoe's not in there. But at least she was in the right room because, oh, look what's on the bed. A card with a P on it. Oh, no. Cannot be good. Like, are you inviting me to dinner again? Because that was weird shit. Inside, it says, your sister has come upstairs with us. And, of course, as she reads this, she hears Joseph in her head saying the words. Mm-hmm. You're welcome there, too. And Alice is understandably freaked out. Completely understandable. Yeah. She leaves the room, and she's looking for her father time, which we see kind of guttled in the background. Right, from one side of the hall to the other before when she's looking the opposite way right. down the hall. And so she kind of takes off running. And then her phone rings again. Damn you, Dave from Collections. Okay. Oh, he's like, we'll take you to court. We will garnish your wages. Okay, thanks. Thanks for that. Yeah, I've got... Uh, i got weird shit following me. Yeah. <laughs> and then you hear, again, like the creepy name calling for Alice. Yes. And she thinks it's Zoe, I guess, who's, I don't know, could be strung out. But she goes and she finds three of the little, like, dwarfs in the room. And it was creeping me out because they're in this, like, playroom and they're playing and smart mouth. Just like, help me, Alice. And she screams and takes off running. So it's right. like, were they really there? I'm thinking no, but do you think they were actually there? I think yes. Okay. Yeah. I mean, they've basically got this whole building to themselves now. And I think they actually had this set up through the city. Oh. So they could actually bring their toys to the hospital or food. Oh, that's really messed up. Yeah. Oh, man, that takes a whole different route. I don't know, like, in my yeah, head now. become their whole uh, 
a brand new playground for them to play in. Okay, yeah, that's messed up. Yeah. So we cut back to Luke, who is driving. Okay, I don't see Louise. Is Robert in the back? Well, we start to hear whistling, so yeah, Robert's in the back. All right. right. Stop. He's not stopping. Stop it. Not stopping. Stop it. Stop <laughs> whistling. Finally, he does. And then we get just an amazing back and forth between the two of them. Like, do you think it was Robert just didn't care? Because, like you said, everybody's beneath him. Everything's beneath him. Because when he's like, oh, that nice lady wanted to take me to her house. Her house didn't have you break my kneecap. But look at you, you ugly little maggot. Always going by the book. Yes, this was Robert. There was no doubt in my mind that he thinks he's the supreme being in that vehicle. I don't understand how Joseph hasn't, I don't know. Reeled him Yeah, in. I was going to say <laughs> taken him down or not, something. Or maybe when he's away, Joseph just doesn't see what everything he's doing. Yeah, that could be it, too. Or Joseph might be just as bad. We don't know that much. Mm, okay. Of course, Luke just wants him to shut up. And I don't blame him. No. So, of course, Robert says, you want to hold my tongue for me? And sticks out his tongue. Yeah, I'm going to, like, goes, punch you in the face. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> and so Luke goes, what the F is wrong with you? And who the hell are you? Hi. Hey. And Robert, being the smartass that he is, like, who are you? A mouse in the uniform. A mouse with no scent. A ghost. A ghost mouse. Okay, so now I at least know where the ghost mouse came in, but it's weird. It's like, dude, shut up! Because <laughs> Robert just keeps on taunting him. Yes, because he brings up the fact that Luke had him dead to rights. And you couldn't Back pull there in the, the trigger. Still couldn't pull the trigger. Oh, man. And basically saying... You suck. It just doesn't really matter. Your lives don't stick. You're just protein to us. And, I mean, at this point, I feel like he should have realized, hmm, things seem to be a little weird. Hold on. He's not just ignoring me. Yeah, because Luke stops the car, puts it in park, and Robert goes, oh, let me give you an example. Right. And brings up Tanya and Izzy. But just says, the woman and the kid. Yeah. They don't matter. If they did, you would have tried to find them. See, that right there, that was just a huge dig on Luke. And there is no way around that because Luke didn't bother. That's right. So at this point, is like, okay, is Luke mad at himself? Yes. Okay. I'm like. Trying to figure out, like, who is he more mad at? Robert, because he's bringing it up and everything Robert's saying and doing, or at himself, because he was taking his father's lead, basically. Right. And I think that when he says that... That's the trigger? That was the trigger. Because he turns... Robert goes, you know I'm right, Mr. Mouse Man. And... And bam! Right. And Robert looked really shocked all of a sudden. Yes! Like, what the... What? There's a bullet hole in me. And then when they pull away from the car, and there's like three, was it three or four more shots? Yeah, three more shots. And then the car drives away. It's like, oh, shit. Is he really dead? It's like, did you do a headshot? Did you heart? I mean, is it vampire, zombie rules? What's exactly? Right. (laughs) I can guarantee you, Robert is not dead. Now, he made a 
big freaking mess in Luke's car. Yeah, Luke's yeah. Car. I do not believe he you is. You don't dead. think so? No. I kind of no. want him to be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I do. Well, mostly because he was an ass. But besides that, because maybe that's what they need to know that the Peaches are not truly immortal. Right. Then maybe his dad will get on board. Who knows what what's to come. But it's like, wow, I, I was just shocked that this happened. Right. And then even more shocked and swearing in the last scene. Yeah. Because we see Alice yes. pulling up to the park and in her beat-up car. How many cars did they take to the hospital? Did everybody drive separate? <laughs> yeah, anyway, bad. so she gets there and she starts running. And, oh, amazing how fast she can get into the park to the stairs. Right, when it took them forever to get from the stairs out to right. the park. But just in time to see Zoe and Joseph up at the top and she's yelling for Zoe. And she kind of stops and looks back at her, and Joseph opens the door, and then they go through, and the door closes. It's like, what? I mean, her sister didn't even do anything. She didn't try. No. And then when Alice gets to the stairs, she has, like, this weird vision of, like, this, I don't know, was it, like, a bird or bull? Because it almost sounded like an eagle, like, squawk kind of thing happened. Right. Yeah, made some weird sound, but. To me, it it reminded me of the old West where you had the bull skulls. Oh, yeah. Okay. And that's what it reminded me of. And then she slowly starts to walk up the stairs, but then she's at the top in like a second and a half. That's a lot of stairs. And she takes a look behind her. I was swearing. Yes. And she puts her hand on the handle. I wanted Luis or somebody to be there and be like, no, don't do it. Oh, right. Because she opens the door and you see a light. And then and she steps in, she turns around again and looks like, do I really want to do this? And scene with Sean swearing. Yes. <laughs> she goes in and closes the door. I was like, what? Why? Although yeah. maybe she won't have to deal with the student loans. Who knows? But <laughs> they'll probably, you know what? They will find you. They will find you in an alternate yeah. realm. I'm telling you. <laughs> like. There is no dodging your student loans. But Yeah, Danny, come to the park. Right? Get the park and I'll pay you. <laughs> I got a suitcase of the money. It's in full. Come on. But anyway, so like I said, a lot of what the hell's WTF moments. What did you guys think? Because with you guys tweeting along with us, it is so much fun and amazing because I love how everyone's like, what the hell is going on? Because we are all on the same page. So... Why don't you shoot us an email? Let us know what you guys think of it. Sci-fi talk, S-Y-F-Y, talk at fangirlzone.com. Rate us and review us on iTunes. Leave a message there. Leave a message on our Facebook, on Twitter, on everywhere. You can send us everything. Send Steve and I messages. Go to www.fangirlzone.com. And we have a contact page. You can just hit everything there and tell us what you think. YouTube, everywhere tell us because this is so messed up like and seriously tell your friends they don't have to watch the other seasons make them watch this season yes i've got my oldest son and his girlfriend (laughs) watching my friend who loves horror movies i'm like oh you gotta watch this and then go back and watch the other seasons but watch this one because it's something else and obviously if you guys are listening to us and you're watching it you understand that we need to get our fellow people who are into this stuff 
like on it because these numbers should be way higher. Yes, they really this should. is so messed up. But anyway, with all that being said, for this episode of Sci-Fi Talk, I am Sean Fangirless. And I'm Steve. The universe and everything in it is just one big random act of violence. And until next time.